Hey, good people. Welcome back to Let the Music Play. I'm Ashton Gustafson. This is episode 39. I hope it finds you and yours doing well. Um, Man, I'm so glad to be here. Thrilled to uh, get to riff with you a little bit. Uh, The autumn days are upon us in this lovely 2016. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about autumn my most favorite time of the year. I want to share with you a little bit of my journey uh, from being a little boy to uh, now um, and just kind of get into what's happening with autumn and could there be something happening in the midst of autumn that's supposed to be happening in the midst of us. Um, How's that sound? That sound good? That's where we're going. So, um, to give you a little groundwork of where we're going to be heading today, uh, I, I wanted the first part, I want to get into some haikus. Uh, you ever heard of a haiku? Three, five, excuse me, five, seven, five haiku. We'll get there and walk through that a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about paradox, and then I want to wrap up at the end talking about swirling chaos in the midst of infinite calm. Haikus, paradox, swirling chaos, and infinite calm. How's that sound? Oh, sounds pretty salty to me. So um, let me give you a little background on me and Autumn. Uh, ever since I was a young boy, uh, growing up with my dad hunting outdoors, um, I always knew that there was, there, was a, there was a thing underneath the thing. There was a story underneath what was going on. There was unseen and something happening in the scene uh, that I really knew uh, at at a cellular, molecular level, but I I wasn't ever really able to put it together until a few years back. Um, And so if you rewind with me back to about 2014, uh, I was speaking up at a conference in Vermont. Um, And if you have never experienced uh, a true autumn, a true fall, a true seeing a part of the country uh, move from green to these incredibly gorgeous colors in the fall. It's something you just have to go see. Uh, I can't sell this to you enough. And so it was 2014. I'm in Vermont. I was by myself. um, And I mean, something like rang the doorbell on my chest. It it just kind of woke me up. And I was walking through these streets and these trees were changing and um, all of this stuff was going on. And I took it in and I took all these photos, brought them home, showed them my family uh, and and just kind of fell in love uh, totally with the fall. You know, it's not something we experience a lot in North Texas. You know, we kind of were like 85 degrees one day and then the next day we're 30 degrees and and all the leaves fall. Um, But there was this beautiful thing going on up in Vermont. uh, And I took it in, breathed deeply uh, and just loved everything that was happening there. Fast forward about another year. I uh, this was last year, 2015. Uh, I was in Virginia, not up in Vermont, but cl- uh, close, closer. And um, I was speaking to some groups up there, and we had a chance just to drive back through the mountains of Virginia one day, similar time of year. Uh, and once again, this this doorbell on my chest, a knock on the soul, was like, "Hey, dude, you need to wake up. There is something going on here. There is a story to be told, insight to be gained." Uh, beauty to be claimed in the midst of um, 
just this wonderful part of the seasons that we get to take in. And so I was by myself one day and um, was in a hotel out looking over these mountains in Virginia. Uh, never really had channeled any poetic. I mean, I've been singer-songwriter, written songs over the year, but hadn't really ever sat down and uh, written like a poem. And I, and I just kind of write this poem about like autumn and, and these deep, deep universal truths and this story of what's going on. And this one poem triggered this absolute love affair um, with the autumn and the fall uh, and this waltz between uh, death and resurrection, this dying off, this, this losing of things uh, only to gain and become something new again. Um, and so I thought, well, I need to come tell this to you guys because I think our Let the Music Play people, um, if they can get into this autumn thing, uh, I think they'll experience the next 60 days in a whole new way. I think they'll be glued into the universe a little bit. They'll be clued in and seeing uh, that there's a lot of beauty to take in and a lot of truth uh, for us to take into the next season of our lives. And so um, is it okay if I read some of these random poems? You're like, really? A redneck writing poems? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was the first one I ever did. It kind of set the tone. Let me read this to you here. Ego of the trees burning away, green to gold to bourbon fade. Night stays long, the candle's friend. A majestic unwind curls spring's next grin. So now may we waltz with what sheds in the fall. For there's no other way to rise through it all. Grounded in love and making room for the bloom. Autumn, the first verse of To Be Continued. Let's go, right? Uh, yeah, so like green to gold to bourbon fade. Night stays long. The candle's friend, a majestic unwind, curls spring's next grin, grounded in love making room for the bloom, autumn, the first verse of To Be Continued. So I write this poem, I'm in this hotel, and I'm like, okay, um, so stuff needs to go. There's things uh, in my life, there's ideas that have weighed me down. There is, uh, there's stuff piled up in my garage that needs to leave. There's uh, things that I never use that need to go elsewhere. Uh, as y'all know, our mantra around here is always more and more of less and less. Autumn, the fall, the universe right now is screaming to us, um, hey, what what needs to go away? What, what needs to be let go of? What, what needs to be surrendered so that you can come who and what you were originally whispered to be. And I know this is the hardest work of all of our lives and talking with so many of you across the country, friends and family, becoming who you were originally whispered to be is the most difficult work we will ever do, but it's also the most rewarding work we will ever do. And yet the world right now is screaming, hey, this can be a beautiful thing. As these things go, as these things fade away, as we let go, as we surrender, uh, as we drop the unnecessary things that we don't need and prepare for the next season, this is actually a beautiful concept. This is actually how the world works. Spring does her thing. 
summer does his thing and the fall sheds away and actually spreads the seeds that can move us into the next season. So I write this poem, uh, which is which was great. Um, and then I did this little Instagram project. If you go to ashtongustafson.com and you click on uh, the little poetry button that's there, you will see this project. Um, my drawings are they're a little they're a little spooky. Um, it's kind of weird. I'm supposed to be left-handed. I write right-handed. So what you get is what you what you get when you go there. Um, but I did these little drawings and I and I wrote these little things on sticky notes and I took pictures of them because I, I write this poem and I was like, that's a great poem, but there's more. There has to be more. I want to pay attention for the next 60 days. And so I did this little 60 day uh, project of just putting haikus out there. And yeah, like what random redneck from North Texas writes haikus? This guy. If you've hung around LTMP for a while, you know we don't do things like a lot of people do. And so a haiku is this Japanese poem, uh, five syllables in the first line, seven syllables in the second line, five syllables in the third line. If you're not following me, this is a haiku. The Mississippi is big. The Mississippi the, oh, I'm sorry. The Mississippi. The Mississippi is big. The Mississippi. There you go. I can't even tell you the easiest haiku that's out there. So it's this five-syllable, seven-syllable, five-syllable, three-sentence deal. And uh, I just fell in love with this little art form. Uh, and so every day I paid attention. I looked at the thing underneath the thing. I listened. I bent my ears, uh, let my eyes see what was unfolding. And these little three-sentence uh, poems came along. And uh, I wanted to share them with you because they're crazy random. Um, but I get giddy, and I, and I think that the more I can share with you my journey through this season, uh, the more I think your days uh, before you may become more and more electric. Um, so here we go. Let's just riff some of these. I'm not going to give you 60, but uh, I just wanted you to kind of hear some of these thoughts that were going on. Uh, This was on November 1st of last year. Autumn is now here. Spring will be her dividend. Dormant to brilliant. So you getting it? You getting the 575 thing? Autumn is now here. Spring will be her dividend. Dormant to brilliant. (sighs) Yeah, you just kind of want to breathe in and out after all these. Um, Yeah, there's this idea that losing, letting go, surrendering, um, shedding what is unnecessary, um, letting go of what's behind so we can push towards what's ahead. There's this idea um, that there's a dividend that happens. Um, and I don't want to jump to spring yet, but, but that, that, that was a little bit of a precursor. Autumn is now here. Spring will be her dividend. Dormant to brilliant. Don't allow uh, this part of your life, this season, uh, to go by uh, without realizing that um, this shedding off, this kind of dormant period, is actually the thing that must happen before crazy growth and beauty comes to us. Um, If there is no fall, there is no winter, uh, there is no spring. Um, And so we got to let go. We we, got to let go of ideas that aren't helping us. We've We've got to let go of uh, mantras 
ideas, beliefs, um, boxes, uh, whatever we are currently in that is keeping us away from more joy, more love, more forgiveness, more self-control. Um, we got to let go of these things. Uh, and maybe they, maybe they worked for a season. Maybe that idea got you to where you are, but you, you need to let go because there's always something more. In, in the world of beauty, in the world of joy, in the world, world of love, uh, you have to realize you are dealing with a different type of universe. It is infinitely wide, and it is infinitely deep. I just so happen to believe that the, the, the world around us, the dirt, the trees, the stars, the moon, the ocean, people, um, uh, the universe itself, is, a, is, is kind of just a reflection of reality. Um, and, and so if, if on planet Earth there are these seasons, then there's also seasons that, that we need to have. And we need to have uh, times where we shed things. We need, to have, we need to have times when we let go of things. The Huffington Post this week uh, just said, oh, hey, by the way, our latest uh, photographs from our telescopes tell us uh, that we were only um, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of galaxies off. There's actually probably one to two trillion galaxies in the universe. And by the way, the universe is still expanding. And so if the universe is a picture of reality, um, then love, joy, peace, hope, we are dealing in a world of abundance. We are not dealing in something where if you take a piece of the joy pie, now there's one less piece of joy pie. No, the universe is expanding. So is love. So is joy. So is hope. So is peace. If we will let go of these things that are keeping us from moving forward. Next next haiku. I digress. Uh, Oh, this is a good one. Abundance show me just how often your gold falls. Leafy reminders. Abundance, show me. Just how often your gold falls. Leafy reminders. For those of you that are joggers, um, or maybe you're just a driver, you know, maybe you don't jog, uh, but if you jog and, and, and this is the time when you're going through those streets and all the leaves are starting to fall, what if each and one of those leaves was a reminder of all the abundance that we're surrounded with? Could there be a more redeeming posture to approach an election November uh, than with this posture of abundance in lieu of scarcity? Maybe you don't jog. Maybe jogging's not your thing. Maybe you drive. Um, Maybe when those leaves just scurry across the street on a cold October, cold November day, that's a little nudge, a little reminder. Abundance, show me just how often your gold falls. Leafy reminders. And maybe you don't drive, and maybe you don't jog. Maybe you walk through Central Park or you play golf somewhere in California. I don't know. Um, But the leaves are doing their thing. And what if you allowed them to be your leafy golden reminders of just how often abundance lets good, 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 good stuff fall? Mm, Let's go. 
This is good. Uh, how about this one here? This was November 5th of last year. Holy empty morn. Trees parachute their whispers. Time to start raking. Hope we're high-fiving. Hope we're high-fiving. Holy empty morn. Trees parachute their whispers. Time to start raking. How about this one? Shout out to the great Franciscan Richard Rohr right here. November 7th of last year. Little by little, we are becoming anew. Die before you die. Little by little, we are becoming anew. Die before you die. Let's go. Um, man, I am the poster child of you have to lose your life to find it. Uh, you got to lose your life to find it. You got to lose your life to find it. You, you've got to lose your life to find it. And, uh, you know, I speak across the country and, and it's funny people, uh, they're, they're like, what, what do you talk about? You're a real estate guy. I, I happen to sell real estate. I happen to sell real estate. There was a time in my life where that was, uh, that was the perfect bio, right? I'm a real estate agent. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. Um, and then you realize that you can't grade yourself by what you do, what you have, or what you think people think of you. And you die before you die. And you let go of these things. And little by little, you become anew. And so people say, what do you talk about? Like, what do you go tell real estate people? And I, and I basically, this is what I tell real estate people. Hey, um, there's more. There, there's more. It, I love that you help people buy and sell real estate, but there's more. You need to be very good at it. Matter of fact, be the best in your marketplace. Um, but just know that you need to get to know who you were before you ever had a business card. And you need to get to know who you will be before you ever had any SEP or 401, 401k account. And you need to get to know who you are at the divine, at the soul level. And at that time, you realize, oh man, we're all in the same game, all figuring out how we can discover, excuse me, how we can all rediscover that we all share a name called Beloved. And I love the name Beloved because it just says, be loved. Be loved. There's nothing left to prove. There's nothing to do. There is nothing you can do, achieve, or have that is going to satisfy you uh, or give you the peace of mind that truly resting and basking in the reality that you are the beloved. Mm, let's go. November 9th, 2015. I, I like these little riffs we're doing here today. Um, I didn't know this is what this was going to turn into. Um, November 9th, there's just enough light in autumn's gladdening glow to smile us back home. I love that it's dark in the morning and that it's dark at night. Uh, I'm a four on the Enneagram, so that may make sense to some of y'all. Um, and, uh, I just, I just, I'm, I'm at home, you know, in, when it's a little bit darker. Um, and I love, but I love this one here. There's just enough light in autumn's gladdening glow to smile us back home. Um, this is a season of returning. This is a season of letting go 
but coming back to who you are. The leaves fall, and all you're left with is your roots and your branches. A bit naked. If you're a tree, you're a bit naked. Um, And the same can be said for us. And that is the place of realizing and awakening to and falling into the reality that you are a child of the divine. November 17th. Oh, this, this one was one of my favorites. Spoken with silence. Autumn, you yawn in maroon. Rewind us forward. Come on, let's go. Uh, who writes these things? Uh, spoken with silence. Autumn, you yawn in maroon. Rewind us forward. Do you see? Do, do, are, you, are you tracking now with what the world is telling us? What the trees are doing? What the seasons are doing? The days aren't as long. The night holds its shadow a little bit longer. Um, sometimes we got to be rewound to move forward. Sometimes we got to just lose it a little bit. Drop the ego. Drop what's not working. Um, and I hope that this season will do that. A few more. I'm having too much fun here. November 20th. It is everywhere. And it is in everything. I spy beautiful. It is everywhere. And it is in everything. I spy beautiful. Do y'all remember, and I, I talk about Richard Rohr every episode. Um, he's He's one of the guys that's saved my life through his work. Um, and uh, do, do y'all remember when we had him on here and we started talking about uh, uh, Moses at the burning bush and to which he says, yeah. And then when you learn how to see the whole world is a burning bush. <laughs> that, when he shared that, I felt like I was standing at the feet or sitting at the feet of the village village elder. And he said, you're missing the point of this story. Uh, it isn't about this one moment, one guy, one bush. He goes, no, the whole stinking universe is a burning bush. A moment for you to be transformed. And when you learn to see, uh, when, when you start entering into your moments, it calls you out. It makes you be present. Um, and the problem is we've got these phones and we look down and we wonder about what the Cowboys are doing and we get these automated updates. We aren't present enough to see the crazy burning bushes at our fingertips. It is everywhere and it is in everything. I spy beautiful. November 25th. So many lyrics fill the chorus of autumn's hymn. Trees, leaves, me and you. So many lyrics fill the chorus of Autumn's hymn. Trees, leaves, me and you. We're in this thing together, right? We are in this thing together. Um, and if you're getting coffee with a friend uh, this year, if you're sitting by a fire, if you're going on a camping trip, if you're just in a random conversation, sipping wine, I don't know what you're doing. Um, what if we added a little vulnerability to the mix? I know I called a friend of mine a couple weeks ago and I just said, oh, can we chat? I need to tell you some stuff that's going on in my head. And, and he was like, absolutely. Um, there's this idea, um, that sometimes we're alone, uh, but you've been entrusted with some people and some people have been entrusted with you. I hope, 
and where friendship abounds, there you will find vulnerability, and there you will find transformation. So many lyrics fill the chorus of Autumn's hymn. Trees, leaves, me, and you. The 27th, you are not finished. Alive in the soil of good, you are perennial. Oh, man, that was like one of my favorite ones. You are alive in the soil of good. The place you're at's good, right? You're okay. Wherever you're at, that's where you're supposed to be at the moment. Now, should that change? Maybe, right? But just know that today the soil's good and know that you're not finished yet. You are not finished yet. In the, in, uh, alive in the soil of good, you are perennial. November 28th, we're almost done here, by the way. November 28th, change is the message encoded in the tree rings. It is in us too. Change is the message encoded in the tree rings. It is in us too. You know, I've found that most of my frustration in life comes uh, when I don't allow the seasons to do its thing, when I don't allow uh, the idea, um, when I don't allow uh, things that have held me back, that have held me down, whether those are beliefs, whether those are ideas, uh, whether those are ways of doing business, whether those are ways of, ways of communicating. Um, question, how, how's that working for you? Like, I think autumn is a great time to look at all areas of your life and just be really honest. Hey, is that working? Like, how's that working for you? Um, you have agency. You, you, you have control in this thing. And listen, change is the name of the game. Change is the name of the game. If you don't see it as a very, 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 very consistent theme in reality, you're, you're missing out. And, and I've found that a life of, you know, kind of a groundhog day mentality of repetition, of repetition, of repetition can really, really drain you. Change is the message. It's in the tree rings and it's in us too. Ah, uh, how many more? Uh, let's see here. Just a couple. Can we, can we keep going? Day by day by day, gravity pulls at our leaves and ushers what's next. Day by day by day, gravity pulls at our leaves and ushers what's next. December 5th, to keep on this with this theme of change. Change is the color that paints possibility. We can't stay the same. Change is the color that paints possibility. We can't stay the same. Oh man, I'm going to quit reading those uh, because uh, no, no, there's one more. There's one. I want to leave on a good note here. Uh, this one was December 10th. It's not then, not there, not before and not after. It's here and in you. It's not then, not there, not before and not after. It's here and in you. Oh, take a deep breath in that. Um, there is nothing you can go get out there. I can tell you um, success doesn't teach us much after the age of 30. 
And the more we think that what we have to have is outside of us, uh, the more and more when we get it, it's going to frustrate us. How many of you, um, whether it's an award, uh, a, a something you thought you had to have, an outfit you had to get, a car you had to get, a house you had to get, a job promo, uh, whatever, what, whatever you can come up with, and you got it, and then you went to bed one night and you basically ask yourself, is, is this really all that there is? Um, the future always happens in the now. And there's no need to be held back by what's happened in the past. Shame and guilt, they kill us. May we not be weighed down by the past, but may we move forward and may we realize it's not then and there. It's not before and it's not after. It's here. It's now. It's in you. Haikus, man. High five for the haikus. Uh, so that was that. Now I want to chat a little bit about paradox. So, um, you know, I read a book once uh, by Parker J. Palmer um, called The Promise of Paradox. We had Parker on earlier this year. Um, and, oh man, just so much beauty breaks down there. And I came across uh, this um, entry that he wrote for the Fetzer Institute. Um, like this is this is a... Uh, the Fetzer Institute, they just basically want to chat about love, forgiveness, and compassion. I mean, come on, let's go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the Fetzer Institute. And so he wrote this article, and I wanted to read part of this to you guys because I just thought um, part of what makes this, this challenging, this idea for us as human beings to get is something has to die so that something must come next. In order for the next beautiful thing to come, this thing that maybe was beautiful for a while, it's got to go away. And it's the hardest thing because it was beautiful. It was good. It helped. It, it provided life. It, it, it did good things. But, but we can't hold on. We, we got to go forward. And so uh, I just wanted to read the end of this article. And Parker basically just says this right here. Um, he says, This hopeful notion that living is hidden within dying is surely enhanced by the visual glories of autumn. What artist would have ever painted a season of dying with such a vivid palette if nature had not done it first? Does death possess a beauty that we who fear death, who find it ugly and obscene, cannot see? How shall we understand autumn's testimony that death and elegance go hand in hand. I mean, who writes this stuff? Parker J. Palmer does. How shall we understand Autumn's testimony that death and elegance go hand in hand? For me, the words that come closest to answering those questions are the words of Thomas Merton. There is in all visible things a hidden wholeness. If you've never read Thomas Merton, uh, get it. I mean, just go, just whatever he's got, pick it up. He, oh man, he was such a light. Um, and he says, and he says, for me, the words that come closest to answering those questions are the words of Thomas Merton. There is in all visible things a hidden wholeness. In the visible world of nature, a great truth is concealed in plain sight. Diminishment and beauty, darkness and life, death and life are not opposites. They are held together in the paradox of hidden wholeness.
I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> that is so good. And he continues in this article. When we so fear the dark that we demand light around the clock, there can be only one result, artificial light that is glaring and graceless and beyond its borders, a darkness that grows ever more terrifying as we try to hold it off. Split off from each other, neither darkness nor light is fit for human habitation. But if we allow the paradox of darkness and light to be, the two will conspire to bring wholeness and health to every living thing. Parker, we love you. Uh, man, that was good. Um, yeah, that's what makes this so hard. Um, but here's what I'm finding. If it's true, there's typically some paradox there. Um, if it's true, there's typically some paradox there. If you're going to breathe, if you are going to breathe, and you must breathe to stay here with us, it has to be in and it has to be out. It has to be an inhale and it has to be an exhale. There is paradox weaved into everything. You could not stay awake forever. You're awake and then you're asleep. There's the sun comes up and the sun goes down. To lose your life, you must find it. When you are weak, that is when you are strong. Therefore, we boast all the more gladly about our weakness. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if it's true, there's paradox there. So there's this beautiful truth. There's this beautiful truth of autumn. And I didn't want us to mix it, to miss it, excuse me. I wanted us to chat about the paradox. And then lastly, I've held you guys here for a long time. For those of y'all that are still here, thank you. Um, you're tracking. You're here. You're dialed in. Um, I wanted to leave with uh, a, uh, a poem called Autumn written by Rainer M Maria Rilke. Um, I just finished his book, Letters to a Young Poet, which is uh, easily has moved into the top 10 of my collection. You can read this book in probably 30 minutes. Uh, it's a series of letters that he wrote uh, to this young poet. Um, and whoa, I mean, he unpacks truth after truth after truth after truth. Uh, so I've kind of been trying to get my hands on all things uh, Rainer Maria Rilke. And um, anyway, I found this poem called Autumn. And I was like, of, of course, we're going to close down the show with Rilke bringing us home. Um, and so listen to this. Uh, and remember, I wanted us to chat about swirling chaos in the midst of infinite calm. Uh, and here's what he says. It's called Autumn. The leaves are falling, falling as if from far up, as if orchids were dying high in space. Each leaf falls as, it were as if it were motioning no. Okay, did you catch that? I mean, that's just stinking brilliant. Each leaf falls as if it were motioning no. And tonight the heavy earth is falling away from all other stars in the loneliness. We are all falling. This hand here is falling. And look at the other one. It's in them all. And yet there is someone whose hands infinitely calm 
holding up all of this falling. I'm going to repeat it again because you got to get it. And tonight the heavy earth is falling away from all other stars in the loneliness. We're all falling. This hand here is falling. And look at the other one. It's in them all. And yet, there is someone whose hands, infinitely calm, holding up all of this falling. This poem is a poem about gravity. It's a poem about resistance. It's a poem about no. (laughs) It's a poem about sometimes we just want to hold on to these leaves. And I love how he says it's as if each leaf is motioning no, 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 no. And I've got these trees in my yard, and they shed a billion leaves a day right now. Um, but I'm not going to complain. I, I'm, I'm just going to have this huge smile as they fall this year. Uh, and I'm going to let them fall on my head. I'm going to let them track into the house. I'm, I'm not going to get upset when the girls track them in. I'm going to allow them to be this swirling, chaotic reminder that in the midst of what we want to say no to, in the midst of how tough sometimes it is to embrace paradox, that there is a hand, there is someone whose hand is infinitely calm and is holding all of this falling. And so wherever you are, if it's been a great day, if it's been a not-so-great day, if it's been an unbelievably beautiful year, if it's been a tough, tragic year, um, if it's the best of times or if it's the worst of times, whatever your swirling chaos may be, know that there is a hand infinitely calm that not only is in the midst of all this, but is consistently and constantly whispering to us, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. So may you embrace the beauty of this season. May you live life to the fullest. May you jog or drive, run or walk through swirling worlds of chaotic leaves that are dropping their golden reminders, screaming to you just how abundant this world and this universe is. May you embrace the reality that light and dark go together. May you embrace the beauty that happens in the breakdown of when these leaves fall. And if you're near an orchid, may you pause for a minute. If the bluebird sings, may you listen to her song. And as you embrace all of this beauty that's happening in autumn, may you absolutely 100% have the biggest grin on your face as you realize you are a child of the divine. You are beloved. And be loved. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Let the Music Play. If you did, 
uh, would you do me a favor? Uh, would you go to iTunes and review it for me? Um, give me a little, give me a little thumbs up, a little, uh, whatever, um, and share it with your friends. Uh, I'd love, uh, for some of this beauty we are unpacking, uh, to collectively, let's just share it, um, and, uh, bring more people on board. There is a, there's a beautiful train a coming with LTMP and, uh, it's an absolute joy to have you here with us. This episode today is brought to us by Holsty. Uh, if y'all remember, we had, uh, one of Holsty's co-founders, Mike Radpavar, join us. Holsty is this company. Uh, I have joined their monthly mailing subscription. You can go to Holsty.com. That's H-O-L-S-T-E-E.com. Holsty.com. Every month they'll send you this beautiful, uh, just kind of a kind of a, a collection of art and things to do and things to dwell on for October. Uh, the word was compassion. Um, these guys are putting good into the world, uh, and their Holsty manifesto. Uh, is a meal in itself. Uh, so go there, support these guys. Uh, they have supported us. Holsty.com. See you next time.